Welcome to the Neil Giant cast. It's another podcast while we're in the off season and still waiting for the football to come back. I'm once again with Jamie. How are you, mate? Very well, buddy. You all right? Yeah, all good. Just sort of waiting for things to happen, really, isn't it? Yeah, point. mate, it's waiting now, isn't it? We've seen a few seen a few things happen this week, and we would like the Barkley talk and a few pictures by a few of the players quoting um, about how good the off-season's been going. So it's exciting times for the Giants, to be fair, but I just want the season to start now. It's taking too long. We're only in June. Where's September, man? Oh, exactly. I mean, how do you keep yourself busy during the next two months? Uh, because... Like there's literally, I mean, you got. I guess you got pre-season in August, but to be honest, they're pointless games because the starting players play about five minutes of it. It's just scrolling through Twitter, isn't it, mate? Just seeing what's happening. Like just literally every day, just going through there, seeing if there's any breaking news. If Barkley signed a contract, I think that's every day. What I'm doing is just waiting to see where's this breaking news. When is he signed? Because it's going to happen. It's just a matter of time and date of when it's going to happen, isn't it? Do you think he'll sign? No. Uh. It's such a, you know what? It's such a hard one. I was so confident at one point. I genuinely thought he was going to sign, but the more I think about how long it's going on, I just don't know if they're going to come to an agreement. Really? Um, and the other thing that is sort of making me think they're not going to come to an agreement is they keep. Um, who's the young one we got through the draft? Eric Gray, the running back. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of stuff going on about like they keep like tweeting about him at the moment. The giant, the official Giants account. So I'm thinking, are they trying to? So, so like you know we don't need him we've got Eric Gray would you, you do, I, do you know what I mean you wouldn't if Darren Jones hadn't signed you wouldn't just keep putting Tyra Taylor content out would you no for sure mate, no, I feel no, like that would annoy people I get that I just feel like the offer's been made again this week isn't it like we're back on the market Barkley's done a few interviews some of the Giants players and the people have done a few interviews that they want to keep him um I, I, I just can't see him leaving. I just, I was, I'm into your stage that you were a few weeks ago. Like, he's definitely going to sign. Like, for me, he's, he's definitely going to sign and he's going to be a giant and he's going to start the season off with a bang. And yeah, Barkley stays. Surely he can't be leaving. I can't see Barkley another jersey. It can't happen. Just can't. Did you see that he would consider sitting out the whole season? I did read that. And I'm, I'm not surprised in a way. I think a few players will do that now. But with his injuries and his body, maybe a year off might help him. But um, I, I can't see it. I think it might take a bit longer than maybe I'm hoping. But I think pff, he's gonna he's gonna stay with us. I think the projects we're making here and like the direction we're going, and I don't think there's many other teams that are going in that direction. And I think he'd be foolish to go and leave and go to somewhere which might be on decline, but have got a bigger name or something, you know. So uh, yeah, for me, he's gonna stay. Yeah, I, I think the only thing I can think is is making him worry a bit is obviously at the start, Barkley was the main man. It was all yeah. about the running game. As the season progressed, we sort of trusted Jones a lot more, and obviously he now turned into sort of a very good quarterback and established quarterback now. And we're almost waiting for him to kick on next season. So I, the only thing I can think is that is there been like in the negotiations, it's been we're going to play a lot more of the passing game now, so you might get less snaps because of that. Is he thinking that? But then, like to be honest, where else is he going to go? Because anywhere with a good quarterback, he's just going to be, you know, every now and again used. Like, you know exactly, I mean? how often exactly. do you see the running back at the Chiefs used? Like, you, we all see him, but it's always Mahomes out there trying to pick out 25, 30 yard passes. Mm, for sure. Like, I know that Delvin Cook's been leaving the Vikings, but with Dyke, they're releasing him, but that doesn't mean they're going to go for someone like Barkley. Like, I just, I feel Saquon, he, he wants probably a too much money. 
I think that might be the issue. He's probably demanding a bit more than probably expected. And whether that's him demanding it or whether it's his agents, you just never know. Um, but he's going to be one of the top paid athletes in the world. And the thing is, the NFL top 100 will be out soon. If he's in the first, I don't know, 10, 15, in the best players of last year or something like that, say, you know, he's just going to demand even more. So, um I think that's where the problem lies is the money side of things. I don't think we want to pay overboard. And this is maybe where we're hyping up, like you said, hyping up Gray on social media. It's so the fans can see him and think, OK, well, what do we really want to be paying 17, 18, whatever money is after, you know? Um, so maybe that's the issue that we're having at the moment. Yeah, no, exactly. It's a shame because I want Barkley to stay, but you, because you can't afford to pay him that. Not with, I think if we were a championship contending team next year, I'd like to say, as much as I like to think we would be, but well, we are, aren't we? I was going to say we are a championship. No, no, we're not having that yet. We're in season two. Stop it! You got yeah, but we've got the second best quarterback in the league, haven't we? In the NFC. In the NFC, yeah, no, not in the AFC. He's about six, I reckon. Yeah, so we're going to get to the we're going to get to the Super Bowl, aren't we? You know, we're the second best. Right, we'll end up with bloody Eagles again. I know. But yeah, I just think there's clearly something they're stalling on. Obviously, the money's clearly a point of it but could they not work a contract where X amount is guaranteed and you know if he does this this and this then it breaches because I wouldn't mind saying like obviously like say 12 million guaranteed and then 6 million if he does this amount of uh, games this amount of touchdowns this amount of run, uh, yards and I, then because then you wouldn't mind paying 18 million because you've kind of got your money worth out of it for sure mate yeah yeah 100%. just whether Barkley Barkley will know his own body Will mm-hmm. be he'll be able to hit them targets. It's it's a real it's 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 horrible because none of us know what the negotiations are actually going on. All we know is Barkley wants this, Giants want this. They can't meet at the moment, and that's that's literally all we really know at the moment. Yeah, this is the problem we're having, isn't it? And I think we need to find out a bit more as the fan base, as everyone does. But I suppose that you've got to keep it quiet and try to get better deals behind the scenes, haven't they? So hopefully yes. it won't take too long. No, exactly. And did you let's... um? Change the subject, though, mate. Have you seen the uh, trailer for the new quarterback um, on Netflix? Looks really, really, really good. Have you seen it? Yeah, I watched it about five minutes before this podcast started. Oh, no way. Because you, 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 you showed me it, or you sent me the link. Yeah. And, yeah, it looks amazing. I mean, they're missing uh, quarterback two in the NFC. Oh, then, mate, they are missing him as well. I don't know yeah. why Daniel Jones isn't in it, but it's Mario, <laughs> Kirk Cousins, and Patrick Mahomes. And it's basically the life of a quarterback from like injuries to the personal life to you know how they ba- yeah basically how about they, how they go about their daily life and what they need to do to play at the level that they are at yeah. um i mean it's obviously only 2 minutes as it's a trailer but it looks so insightful i don't know what your thoughts were on it but it looks really good it premieres 12th of July uk so i don't know what time that will be for america they probably already watched it <laughs> probably yeah yeah Alex, it looks sick, man. Like, I'm a big fan of all these shows that Netflix have done. I've watched the golf one. I've watched the tennis one. Um, I've watched the F1, Drive to Survive. Like, I've got it all. So, um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. I like, I'm looking forward to seeing a bit more Cousins, actually, more than anything, because um, he's a bit of a unique character. He's not my favourite player, but he has he did quite a lot of memes about Kirk Cousins, don't you, over the years? So, he could be quite funny to see what he reacts to certain situations. Um, obviously, a lot of people are watching it from the homes and he'll draw the crowd in. But, um, yeah, it looks really, really good. And I don't know if you've seen, like, all or nothing they've done of the NFL teams over the years as well. But if there's anything like that, that's just going to be incredible. 
really looking yeah. forward to it. Yeah, exactly. And I think the, the, the three they've gone for, this is the logical reason I can think. Mahomes draws in the crowd, so that's, that's that was the obvious one. And then yeah. for me, they went Cousins and Mariota. Mariota likes to run the ball a lot. Kirk Cousins likes a longer pass. And I think they've just gone two different quarterbacks. Kirk Cousins, Mr. Boring. And I think Mariota's got a bit of flash Mr. about him. <laughs> he is. Like, you can just imagine, like, he is the he is that guy in the, like, the office, white shirt, uh, brown trousers, just like the <laughs> standard guy ever, where Mariota will come in with, like, nice shades, hat backwards, just two completely different, like, personalities. But... It may come off differently. They might be completely opposite of what I've just said. Um, but that's just the way they look on the pitch. But, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'll probably finish the series in about two days, Naomi. Yeah, no, I will do as well. Like, I think the tennis <laughs> I mean, one... Um, it comes out on a Wednesday, so I'll be having it done by the weekend. <laughs> Easily. I think the tennis one's out like next week. And you know what I'm like with my tennis. I think that'll be done in like a day. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, no, buzzing for them shows. They're really, really good. Um, did you see what, uh, who was it? Oh, one of the people tweeted today, one of the Giants players did something about a quote about they reckon they're the best two in the league. I don't know if it's Landon Collins or someone else, but um, yeah, there's some really good Giants stuff going around on social media at the moment, which is exciting. Yeah, I think I think there's almost that sort of confidence bouncing off still of last season. I know, obviously, against the Eagles, and we got humbled a bit, but I, f- I feel like people are starting to worry about the Giants a bit more. I think obviously we're going to go into the four NFC East teams and what they've done in the off-season a bit more but I think you can see from the players we've signed that there is clearly an intent to go that one step further. The problem you have got in and when I get we get onto it the NFC East is that it's such a good them four teams now are good. Even the commanders aren't, are not rubbish. I'd expect it to beat them twice. But they're not like they're not. We're not going to walk them forty to seven. We're going to have a fight against them. So, yeah, I mean, it's a tough one because we're we're signing good players. But compared to the Eagles, we know how far we were off last year. The Cowboys, we were probably in line with maybe a slightly bit worse off based on the uh, experience Dak Prescott had, and obviously we were slightly better than the Commanders last year. So it's really hard to tell at the moment. But it, it does, like I said, it does seem like there's uh, a bit of confidence going around the camp, and I think the signings have really helped that. Yeah, I love it, mate. There's so much, like like you said there with the word confidence. There is a lot of confidence going on with the Giants right now, and I think the fan base as well are, are joining in on that. You know, we're all excited to go into a new season playing them. I think we all fear what we're going to come up against with Philly. We all know that Philly are probably get the better of us. It's been happening for too long now. We need to somehow beat them in a game to bring a bit of hope back to the Giants against them. But when you play against, like you said, the Commanders, I expect to beat them over the years, no matter when we play them. I'm always confident we can go and beat them. Um, the Cowboys, oh, I always hate us playing them. I don't know what it is. There's always high-scoring games. I always feel like there's going to be loads of touchdowns against them. But um, yeah, they just seem to have our number a little bit, don't they? Um, but this year, you know, Dak's got what? He's got, um, he's got Lamb. And he's got oh, what's that running back called? I completely forgot his name, but he's really, really good. Pollard, Pollard, yeah, he's um. Tony Pollard, yeah, he signed a non-exclusive franchise tag as well, which means yeah, he's, uh... they get they've got rid of Elliot and they've gone all in on Pollard, and I think that's the right thing to do because I think Pollard's just a really, really top running back. And when they had both of them, they could juggle. Like now, to only have Pollard, though, I suppose Pollard, if he gets injured, they'll be a bit stuck. But I think yeah, I think they're going to probably be battling us for second. I think Philly will probably win it, but. 
it's like you said, if we go for a review, so go on, and if you go and review, um, say the commanders, what are your thoughts on them this year, what the off-season they've done, and just the whole in general team? I mean, look, the commanders, I think most people, I think 95% of NFC East fans will agree that the commanders are probably the worst team out of the four. Saying that, I don't think they're far off being the third worst team. Um, obviously, they did get Nick Gates in, a familiar guy for the Giants. Yeah, um, they've made it. They've made a couple of. They've signed a couple of guys. Um, Nick Gates obviously signed a sixteen point five million deal for three years. They did get Andrew Wiley uh, for t- three years, twenty four million. He was, I actually like him quite a bit, so he'll be a good addition to them. I, I always found with the Commanders that. No matter what their callbacks, whoever they got a callback, they never got really enough protection. A bit like us two years ago, where no matter what Daniel Jones did, the O line just broke down. So I think they've they've, just looking at this, they've signed about four or five offensive linemen and offensive tackles. So they clearly they know what the focus is. Is it still a step too far compared to if if we're saying that the Giants are second best team, so Cowboys are third? Are they still worse than the Cowboys? Yes. Yeah, but have they shortened? Have they closed the gap on them? I think so personally. I think they're no pushover team. I would expect the Giants to go two and zero against them, just on the basis that I think the signings we've made we've vastly improved our squad. 100%. So now, the, in my opinion, the gap's got bigger between second and fourth uh, in terms of the best two. But yeah, the Commanders are no joke of a team, and I wouldn't be surprised if if they cause a few upsets in the NFC East and are just yeah. 100%. I mean, ideally they beat. Ideally they go two zero against the Eagles, and we go two zero against them, <laughs> and, it, and it helps us massively. But the reality that, is that Eagles could probably dream, go six right? zero. Well, they've got um, a pretty much Chase Young back all season, haven't they? He was like a new son. Didn't really play much last season, did he? With a lot of injuries. Yeah. If they keep him back as well, that's like just a fresh on defense. Um, McLaurin, he's I think it's Terry McLaurin. He's on their um, wide receiver. He's, he's mustard. He's really, really top player. So if he gets fed some good throws. And they protect the quarterback to get him the ball. You know, they've got two solid running backs there in Gibson and oh, I've completely forgotten the guy the other name. He sadly got shot, but then he came back, didn't he? And was bounced back and was a really good player at the end of the season. Um, so, yeah, they've got some top stars there. And I, I agree with you. I don't think they'll be far off of winning against quite a lot of the teams. They could be a surprise package, um, but I still expect to beat him when we play him. Um, yeah. But they have done some good business on the offseason. So, yeah, we just go and see. They could strengthen. They could be, yeah, I could see them beating Dallas. I really could. I think, I think, I think Dallas could be the weakest team in that division this year. Okay, so you're going Dallas. Other words, let's let's go to them then. So th- these would be my. This is who I think will finish third. You were going to say fourth on the Cowboys. So like I, I, I don't know if they will. But I, I don't know. If, I'd, I'd have to think about it. I think I'd probably go just the Commanders in fourth. But it wouldn't surprise me if we looked at the division and we saw like I don't know. Giants bloody eleven and five, and then the, the Cowboys and um, Commanders like nine and seven each, or something along those lines. I don't think there'll be much between them at the end of the season. So the Cowboys, what did we do last year? We went, did we go one and one, or did we go zero and two? We went no, we went zero and two, didn't we? Went zero and two, lost them first. Yeah, game we lost. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So obviously there is a <laughs> gap to fill against the Cowboys. I, st- I I know we went zero and two last year. I still believe we are the better team. I think throughout I a 17-game season, we will show more quality. I think the problem we've got is when, like it showed last year, whenever we play rival teams, we seem to just sort of fall a bit short and, and crumble under pressure. 
Um, and I think the Cowboys are probably one of the most physical sides. Um, hit you early. And I think we, we struggled to deal with that. I would argue that the first game was very... People were calling for Tyra Taylor to start games. So Exactly, I, yeah, I, yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't count that game. I don't actually remember the second game. I don't know. I must have not watched it. But I, I only remember the first one because it was on primetime TV. And I thought Daniel Jones was going to end his streak and he didn't. He went like 0-8 or something stupid like that. Um, well, I can't remember it now, even after you saying that. It doesn't ring a bell, that second game. I we mean, were at home. Were we at home the second game? Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure. We, yeah, we was away for the first one because yeah, we were but... two and zero going into that. Was it Thanksgiving? No, we were playing Thanksgiving. I honestly don't remember. I think we could have played him on Thanksgiving Day, and that's maybe why I missed it. Don't know. Don't tell me gossip on that, but it could have been Thanksgiving Day. So I mean, I'm looking at their signings now. They, they've not. They obviously keeping Tony Pollard. It, it was key. They all did, they did bring in Brandon Cooks. Uh, from the Texans, wide receiver. Thought that was not a bad signing. Yeah. Although, just looking through it, I mean, I don't think they've improved massively. You know, I think they've still got Mike at... McCarthy, haven't they? Pardon? They've still got Mike McCarthy as their... Yeah. He's crap. Overrated. Don't rate him at all. Um, so, any club that's got him. Yes, he had when he was at Green Bay. He was lucky he had Rodgers. So, I mean, he could do whatever when he had Rodgers in quarterback, right? But with Dallas, I think he's made a lot of bad choices since he's been there and I was very surprised they appointed him in the first place. Yeah, I just don't feel that the Cowboys... It's such a hard division that we're in. They just don't look like they've improved. Overall. No, they've lost it. Like they feel like they've sort of stabilised and they could be caught by the commanders this year on that basis. Yeah, for sure. I really do. I don't see they where they've strengthened one little bit. I bet, look, Cooks is a good sign and I think... You've got Dak, you've got Pollard, you've got Lamb, you've got Cooks. I mean, it's a strong four, right? And their defence yeah. is always strong. Dallas defence has always been built around being a strong team. So, if you just did it on paper like that, they're going to have a good season. But I just feel that they're going to make a few wrong decisions and <clears throat> all it takes is for Dak to get injured or one of them I was going to say that, Dak to get injured or Dak to crumble in the big and moment because he likes to do that. He does. I, I'm a big fan of Dak, but he does let me down a few times because he's made so many bad decisions over the years. But I think, yeah, I think they're going to have a few injuries like they always do. And I think yeah, I could see his. I could see him going, McCarthy going by the end of the season, and then Jerry Jones coming out slating one of the players or something. It's just, it's all there, ready to be seen. I think they're going to crumble. So we're, we're it's it's going to be hard to tell, but the third and fourth place is going to be between Cowboys and Commanders next yeah, year. Yeah, hundred percent. And the gap between them two and second place is probably going to be quite a few games. I think so. I hope yeah, so. I, I I think so as well. I think the Commanders prove on last year, and like I said, they 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 could pit the Cowboys to third place, but I think them two will be in and around the same sort of record come the end of the season. And I think it's probably going to be about three or four, maybe maybe four a push, but probably three wins off of second place. Um, and them two won't make the playoffs. So let's go on to who I think will finish second. I'm not sure if you will. Uh, New York Giants, I can't see them tipping the Eagles just yet. So I've got them at second place. I mean, we have we have covered some of these signings, so we won't go into detail much. But obviously, Daniel Jones, four-year, £160 million deal. Obviously, re-signing, that was sort of one of the first things we did, which I think that's a very good thing to do. Get your quarterback done because the rest of it is just pieces around it. You know, It's like building the main bit of the jigsaw and then you can just sort of put bits around it kind of thing. Um, obviously, we've got 
Um, Matt Breida, Eric Gray at running back, the Barkley situation, which we spoke about earlier, are still ongoing. If he signs, then that's it's, it's massive for the Giants. And I generally think that probably adds another two wins onto our bracket. You look at the wide receivers we've now got. So we've got Isaiah Hodgins, obviously. Signed, uh, Jameson Crowder, Paris Campbell. Everyone seems to forget about Paris Campbell. Very underrated wide receiver. And then obviously the big one is, is tight end Darren Waller, which we got from the Raiders. So I think we've we've done quite well. Obviously, we re-signed Dexter Lawrence, my bad. Um, we've done quite well in terms of keeping the good players and also adding where we knew we were weak. I mean, we've now got two tight ends in Darren Waller and Daniel Bellinger. If you have them either side of Daniel Giants running inwards, all of a sudden that, that's going to cause massive problems. And I feel like, you know, we saw what Hodgins could do last at the back in the last season when we signed him. If he can then repeat that for 17 games a season, it's going to be massive. Oh, mate, couldn't agree with you more. Darren Waller is like, he just looks so good. He's always looked good, but he's always had a few issues and he's never really done it over 17 games during a whole season. But I don't know, the vibes we're hearing and the vibes we're seeing and the way he looks, like, he looks like he's really up for it this season. He can hear, build a rapport with um, DJ. Oh, it's going to be a hell of a season for us. We've got so many weapons. We've done so well in the off-season. Um I just love the signing of Waller. I, I was, he's just something about him. I, just, I think if I get a jersey this season, if Barkley's on my jersey at the moment, if he goes, I'm going to have to buy a new one. Um, I think I'd have to get Waller on it. Sorry, DJ, but it's going to have to be Waller. Um, but, yeah, like I, I don't see many negatives in the Giants team right now. Um, I think you go looking through, like we've just mentioned there, with, um, with the Eagles, with Commanders, there's a few people there that are just a little bit issues. I think they're missing a few things. I don't really think we're missing that much. We're missing maybe the odd uh, star wide receiver, maybe you could say. But yeah, the team that's even three plans. Yeah, the team the team looks really great. I just think I, I really can't see us not finishing in the first two in this division. I can't see us not making the playoffs. I know I may be confident this year. Maybe a confidence has been in a long time, but it's so so bright being a Giants fan at the moment. It's great. Yeah, I think if everyone plays to the potential that they've got, it would be silly not to think that we're, we're probably, like I said, I think we're probably still a bit off the Eagles. Um, I think man for man, they probably are still better than us. Yeah. Uh, sure. Which is going to be a massive problem in terms of obviously meaning that we're going to have to go through the wild card round rather than getting to skip that. And, and that's quite annoying. But let's get on to them. Obviously, they're the big news was Jalen Hurts, two hundred fifty-five million pounds, so up some. They also signed Marcus Mariota, who um, is going up in the new, uh, the new, <laughs> yeah, he's getting, the, um, getting new himself ready back, isn't he? Um, I mean, yeah, I, I think it's a nice sign of Mariota having him as backup because if Hurts does get injured, which is a possibility the way he plays, Mario is a similar kind of player, not on his level, obviously, but. He's a similar style of player who will adjust to their scheme and adjust to the way they play. So, I don't think that's bad business by Philly getting him on the books. Um, yeah, they haven't really done a great deal, have they? They've lost a few players and they've gained a few, but they've not done. They've not lost many star star names. Um, no, I mean they've kept James Bradbury, they've kept Darius Slay, they've kept um, DeAndre Swift, they've kept Boston Scott, who always rips us apart. They've kept Jason Kelsey. DeAndre Swift, did you say this? They, they signed him, are they? Yeah, they signed DeAndre Swift from the Lions. Oh, that's a good, I, I didn't realise that. I must have missed that business. That's um, yeah, it's hella business that because he's a he's a top player, and 
you know, if you're getting him there as well, because we usually... Who's that guy that scores against us all the time for Philly? Boston uh, Scott, isn't it? That's the cookie, yeah. He always scores against us. So, maybe it'll be Swift that always scores against us now. But, um, yeah, I rate Swift highly. He was actually my... I did a bit of fantasy football and he was my top pick about three years ago, two years ago. Um, lost his way a little bit. I need a few injuries, but, yeah, it's a good, good pick-up for them. How much did he spend on him? Uh, DeAndre Swift was in a trade, so it doesn't actually say the fee here. Okay, who's, what he's on, who did they trade him for? Uh, it, they got what did they get? So they got DeAndre Swift and pick two four nine in exchange for a fourth round pick in twenty twenty five and pick two one nine in twenty twenty three. So the one's just gone. So okay. they didn't actually trade a player away. They only gave two picks away, which is yeah quite good. But back to uh, Mariota, the other thing I was thinking about in terms of how good of a deal that actually is. Yeah. Philly are up two scores and their offense comes out again. Hurts can just sit out and rest. Yeah, mate, for sure. Because they've got there's going to be enough confidence in Mariota and probably even in sort of a one score game. If as long as the offense is on the ball, they can probably trust Mariota to sort of do the job. Which is probably one thing the Giants don't have. Would you be confident at fourteen nil with Tyra Taylor at quarterback? <laughs> probably not. I'm not uh, dissing him and I'm not saying he's a bad quarterback, but. The reality of it is, real, well, I can't even speak. Reality of it is, is that Daniel Jones stays in the whole game, unless I don't know. Say we were like thirty-five nil up, then yeah, you probably can rest him. But by that point, it's probably like the fourth quarter, and yeah, probably no, like, exactly. Maybe thirty-five nil up. Done a really good bit of business there. I, I do like that trade, and I'm surprised not. Yeah, I don't, they probably didn't pay a lot, and he's, he's going to get some telly coverage now, and he after being on Netflix and be a bit talked about. So it can only really work in. Philly's favour that trade to be honest or that um, whatever they picked him up for because he, he did flop a bit for the Falcons because I thought he'd be quite a good sign in the season or well, last season going into the season but just never really hit it off there did he so um, yeah giving the Turks the chance to rest and stuff it means it makes him even stronger really I mean that that whole NFC Easter is very strong very strong and I think if you think about two years ago the NFC East was a laughing stock I mean you could have got in the NFC. You could have got in playoffs by probably having a losing record if you go back a couple of years. So I'm just looking at the NFC. You look at the NFC North. You've got the Vikings, who obviously we beat. They're, they're a decent side. They're not amazing. Actually, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go through that's in the NFC, obviously not in our one. They would, where they would finish in our. Thing so obviously let's just say out say the division was out of five. Okay. So if we're agreeing that the Eagles are first, Giants are second, Cowboys are third, Commanders are fourth, where this team would finish. So I'll ask you. You can say where they'll finish, and then I'll I'll tell you mine after. So we'll start with the Vikings. Third. Yeah, I agree. Third. Detroit Lions. Mm. I quite rate Detroit Lions actually. I'm going to be. I'm going to go second. I'll go third. Green okay. Bay Packers. Oh, they'll be down. Oh, they'd probably be fifth. Chicago Bears. Fifth? Yeah. Tampa Maybe. Bay, Buccaneers. They haven't really got a lot either of them anymore. I'll go fifth. Carolina Panthers. They're on the upgrade as well. They'll go fifth as well. Saints. 
Liverpool's Saints. They're on a. They got. They just got somebody as a quarterback, didn't they? Um, Derek Carr. Yeah, I don't mind him. I'll go fourth. I reckon they could beat one oh, of the yeah. others. The yeah. whole of NFC South for me is going fifth at that. Point. Oh yeah, they'll go fifth. Yeah, yeah. Saints are winning that division. And then to wrap it up, the the West. Where do they finish? Hmm. Second. Yep, second for me. Seattle Seahawks. Third. Yep, third for me. Uh, the LA Rams. They're on the decline, aren't they? Uh, yeah, they're no good. Fifth. Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, they're struggling with that. Hopkins, they'll be fifth. They're like, they'll probably damn. I mean, that just summed up. So, what? Like, one or two teams made it second. No one made yeah. it first, by the way. But like, yeah, one or two teams made team it third. And the most of them were fifth. And then a few were fourth. So, it just shows you how strong are. Our... It's kind of annoying when it's like this because <laughs> you, you can have next year and potentially finish fourth. Yep. But would but would be better and would win the division in every other one based on their record. Yep, so, for sure. But well, I mean, instead, thinks, well, will they ever change it and just remove the division and it just be NFC, AFC, you play your fixtures and whoever finishes in the top seven, that's what you, you're there. There's no divisions anymore, just do conference and conference. There's always been that That's kind of talk, hasn't there? But I, I think they just quite like it the way we do. I think basketball does it similar to that way, don't they? I think they have NFC. Yeah. And I just think it's so unfair that I get NFC swings in roundabouts, right? Like a couple of years ago, the NFC was East was really bad. So you didn't need to win that many. And it will always, and one, soon it will come again. The NFC will be a poor division and you can basically go in even on your record kind of thing and win, like maybe go yeah. nine and eight or eight and nine. So I get it comes around and goes around and. You know, teams don't stay great forever. We all know that, but I just feel that for like to make sure you've got teams in the playoffs, surely it makes sense to have the teams with the best record, not the teams that finish top of their division, because their division is absolutely woeful. I mean, didn't if I remember correctly, getting there last year with a losing record. Yeah, um, all of them had like all of them could have got in on the final day with like a seven and ten record or something stupid like that. It's like, yeah, I just shouldn't be getting to the playoffs. No, I do agree with you. I hear where you're coming from. Like, I just, whether they change it up, that's, you know, that's for them to decide one day, I suppose. But I know that, like, in football terms, um, they're changing the Champions League, aren't they? They're changing that format to try to help teams so that the top 16 become automatically qualified. But that's generally just make more games. I don't know if it would work. Um, it probably would work. But then, like you said, it swings around roundabouts, isn't it? One year we could nick into the playoffs. You can nick in that playoffs like we did when we won it. We were awful for the first half of the season and we nicked in last minute and then we went away every single game and then we won it. Um, so, yeah, these things happen, mate. I quite like the format it's in because then we know as long as we win that division we're in rather than keeping up stay all the time. Oh, crap, we're in 10th place here. We've got to make sure we win these last two games to get in. Then, yeah. I quite like the division format to be honest with you. I guess the but, only other thing you'd have is that the fixture schedule could be unfair to some teams because sure, you don't yeah, play yeah. everything. It's not like it's not like football where, where we're from, where you you play every team twice a season. The NFL physically couldn't do that because everyone's no. hamstrings would be like pulled pulp. You know, when you just break it up the <laughs> bone kind of thing. Like, yeah, it wouldn't happen. 
But um, I don't, I've always been curious. So just if they just done like a how to do it in football, like a league table, and you'd have to guess because you couldn't have thirty one. I guess teams, if you're doing uh, NFC against NFC, though, you can do fifteen. No, you wouldn't be able to do that, would you? Because only there's so many teams that are sixteen teams. Yeah, you could so you do fifteen games a season. You just play the NFC teams, but then I suppose like the NFC and the AFC would still want to play each other, wouldn't they, and stuff? So, well, I, I, I guess you could rotate it, right? So, yeah, first year, what you do is the NFC plays each other, AFC plays each other, so that'll be a fifteen-game season. And then year, next year, the AFC played the NFC. So you played you play, if you play a team in the NFC, and you'd play a sixteen-game season each year, rotate between a fifteen or sixteen-game season. Mm. The only problem with that would be the travel, yeah, um, for, for fans and stuff like that. But I guess probably the only logical. Um, and then obviously you would lose, like you know, you'll only play the Eagles, Cowboys, and Commanders once every. Two years, yeah, and then if they that start, might to a... a, that might not even be at home either. So you might not play the Cowboys come on for like four years at no. uh, MetLife. And then you've got the idea of maybe getting an international franchise in the UK and Germany and stuff like. So many different. They're probably more interested in doing that than they are shaking up the um, the leagues at the moment, aren't they? Um... I can't. I, I love us international franchise. I just, I just don't know how it would work. No. I don't, I don't see how to over are you from America and play us each week. So how no. you need to work out what you that's, that's, I guess you could you could play a European league. Yeah, you could do. Um you could have like, still well, got... it could be a country, couldn't it? It could be like England, Germany, France, Spain. And you could have like I don't know, sixteen countries that all have one NFL tip, like one America. And then like you could do like um a tournament like the top four from the NFL go against the top four from the European League at the end of the season and play up in a mini tournament and it'd be like a almost like a World Cup I guess but I'd say it'd be England Germany final wouldn't it? or maybe Mexico might sneak in there I suppose they'd, uh, they'd be quite good but England and Germany are so I'd like to think we're probably I'd like to think we're probably the best second best at it but yeah, just because of the support there is in this country I can't Imagine any other country. I mean, when you see players get drafted, it's, you don't see many. You don't see many players outside of America at all, to be honest, get drafted. But I just feel like the support here, in Germany, is the reason why they get the game. So, yeah, I think I, I think we'd, we'd we'd smash it. Yeah, we. I'll, I'll go running back. Yeah, I'll go tight end. Maybe not. <laughs> well, actually, no, give, like... give me the head coach job. It's Jobs. Yeah, I'll do I'll that. that. I'll do the head coach job. I've, I've got good at catching, yeah. actually. So any little job like that, give me a catching role. I've always been a good catcher, so anything we're doing there, that get me involved. I could block as well. <laughs> so I could. Uh, I'll protect you, mate. I'll protect you as a running back. Right. I'm going to end it with this final question. Go if on, you can, can make one more giant sign-in between now and this first game of the season, and it has to be realistic. You can't say Mahomes. A realistic sign-in. Who who would it be? And you can't say Barkley either. I was going to say Barkley. Um, I don't know if it's realistic. I suppose we've been linked and I don't know what we'd have to give up, but I'd sign DeAndre Hopkins if I could. Um, I think he'd, he'd be the, the missing puzzle, but I don't know what we'd have to give up. And if we signed Hopkins, then we definitely wouldn't keep Barkley. So, um, But he would be the one like I'd want. I think I'd want a star wide receiver. If Yeah, so I'd go Hopkins. What about you? 
Good question. So this would be my my thinking behind it. We sign Barkley, yeah. and then we use him in a trade package. Trade, okay. So we trade him away for a, a wide receiver. I don't want Hopkins. What wide receiver? This is what I'm trying to think through. Who could we get that would be similar value in terms of money for Barkley? That would be the only problem. There isn't anyone, is there? Yeah, that's the problem. That's what I was trying to think because then like, at least you could include Barkley yeah, and you would save money that way. But who could we get for Barkley? There's not many, there's not many star wide oh, Who's the one at the Saints? I don't know how much he's on. He's still on a rookie contract. Oh, uh, what? Um... Oh, I forgot his name. Thomas. I don't know. I'm pretty sure it's either him or. No, it's not Michael Thomas. He's on an old school contract. He's been there years. Um, they've got a new guy that's. Alave, Chris Alave. Yeah, that's him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. I, I would do that. I would say to the Saints, have this. Mate, then you're just giving the Saints, like, chance for a Super Bowl there, aren't you? Yeah, but Barkley, would, in my head, it would be Barkley's only signing for us because he gets to trade. That would that was how it worked. Like we would say, look, we're going to sign you. This is the plan. And Barkley would be like, yeah, that's fine because I'm going somewhere else. That would be that's my thinking behind it. Because the reality is, we're not going to sign a good wide receiver this year without trading someone off. Good I, I, I think you've hit your head, mate. I think you've been talking for too long. That's one of the worst trades I've ever heard in my life. Um, no, 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 no. It's, it's, it's happening. Wait till you wake up in the morning tomorrow and it's come out that the Saints and Giants are in negotiations. I think the viewers are going to literally be demanding you to lose your job as on this New York Giant cast after that comment. I can't, <laughs> be- I can't believe you've just heard that out of your mouth, mate. <laughs> it's happening. It's happening. It's happening. Sweet, man. Uh, it's been a pleasure. I'm sure we'll, we'll get another one done soon. So stay yeah, safe, mate. mate. Yeah, you too, buddy. Take it easy.